Welcome to the Thin Within Podcast, the show for women who want mental secrets for weight loss mastery. I'm your host, Marna Thal. I'm the owner of ThinWithin.com, and I'm here to give you the inside scoop on how to lose weight by mastering your inner game. Diets never work for me long term, and if you're like 95% of the rest of the human race, they haven't worked long term for you either. Every week, I'll give you tools, techniques, and resources you need to actually succeed in using the power of your mind to lose weight. I can't wait to teach you another mental secret, so let's dive right in. Well, hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be with all of you, and I'm really excited to be with Jeff and Jill today, who are two people who have who are married, and they have joined together and lost a lot of weight together, and I really want to talk about how this has worked as a couple, because I know there can be lots of frustrations. There can be pressures from one side, and I want to know how you both have done this. So I have lots of questions for you today. So welcome. I'm happy to have you both. Um, So first of all, how much of each one of you lost? So I've lost um, 55 pounds since uh, going through my um, starting the journey. So it's been, uh, it's been a little over a year now. Amazing. And I've released 60 pounds since last year. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what do you feel has been the most impactful part of your weight loss journey so far? Like in terms of like, what's really made it so that you've lost weight? Uh, you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) But are there like certain tools that you say, you know what, this is some of these tools have really just impacted my body and life so much before I was doing this and now like has it been really hunkering down and just really listening to your body and eating when you're hungry and then stopping when your body's satisfied have those been the two things that you feel has made the biggest impact so for me I think that learning um how much food my body actually needs was uh at first, when you introduced that and said, oh, it's just the size of what fits in your hands, I said, no, that's not possible. <laughs> because every time I have tried to lose weight, it's always been, you have to have this amount of food and this amount of food and this amount of food. And I would put that amount of food on my plate and then tell myself, you have to finish it all because that's what your body needs. Yeah. So that was huge. <laughs> that is huge. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Going from, hey, this is everything on my plate. I'm going to eat what's on my plate to let me, instead of using my eyeballs so much, let me actually kind of sink into my body and feel into what my body needs from yeah. a food vantage point. Okay. So that was a, a big one, but the, I always come back to hunger and satisfaction, but some of the big ones for me is um, tracking and rewarding myself. I did not know how much I need to have rewards. Good. That is so big for me. Like I just respond. Oh, okay. So like right now I'm working on satisfaction. So on my calendar, I have a calendar in my room and I just record, am I doing this and how often? And then at the end, this is what I get. And every time I am tracking consistently, I get 
huge, like just really great results. I can see the weight numbers just move. And um, so what would be like an example of a reward and how you track? So um, last month you talked, I think it was last month. It was about, um, I learned that if I want to stop a satisfaction, it helps me if I rub my arms, just like touch my body. Interesting. Like when, an anchor? Trained, like an when I ask, yeah. When I ask the question, am I satisfied? If I'm touching my body, when I ask, I can, I know. That so, is so cool. Yeah. So I decided to um, track that and I would get one point if I touched and asked and then another point if I stopped at satisfaction. And so then it was like, okay, so if I do this 80% of the time, it's this many points in the month. And then I would like find a pair of shoes that I really, really wanted. And then it was like, yes, you get a new pair of shoes. So. <laughs> so if you get a certain amount of points, then at that point, then you're like, okay, then I'm going to go grab a new, I want a new pair of shoes. Yes. I love it. So you have it on a point, a point reward system. I love yeah. it. And Jeff was really helpful with that. Cause at first when I was like, I think this is what I want to do, but I don't know how many, and he's really like analytical. So he's like, it's this many points to get this percentage. <laughs> right. And I was like, I can't do that many points. I'll never be successful. And he said, no, no, that's only 80% of the time. And I started doing it. I was like, oh my goodness. Like I actually am doing this 85% of the time. Like that's at the end of the month when I totaled it all up. And so I was like, yes, I have like passed my goal. But then I went back and I was like, oh my gosh, every time I hit like 88%, between huh? 80 and 90%, I lost weight. So yeah, it was I love that you have, can I, cause I tell you, or I always say that the way I have rewarded myself is I put stars. I too have calendars here and I just put stars. I love that you use this. I love it, love it, love it. Because if we're rewarding, instead of making this a problem, mm. our brain sees it as, oh, I get to do this. And then by changing my relationship with food or acting on a certain area, then I get to have something really cool at the end. I love Love that. And Jeff, what about for you? What do you feel like really made the biggest difference for you in terms of making the, you know, losing over 50 pounds? So I think two concepts that really spoke to me. Number one is, is just recognizing that it's a feeling, you know, and you talk about it's like having to go to the bathroom. Yep. Right. So hunger is not, I found, you know, you do this survey at the beginning of the 30 day challenge and it's like eating by the clock, man, that was me. Right. It's like, Breakfast is always at this time. Lunch is always at this time. Dinner is always at this time. And so it, I wasn't listening to my body. I was, I was eating by the clock. And, um, and so, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, I work in an office environment. And so a lot of times it's like lunch hour is lunch hour. And then after that, you've got meeting after meeting after meeting. And so you really don't, if you don't take that window of opportunity, it's gone. And I would find that, you know, I would get hangry in the middle of a meeting because it's like, look, I, I wasn't hungry at lunchtime and now I don't have time to eat. And, and so just finding sometimes just those little snacks that help, you know, uh, that help tie that over until I've got a window that I can actually have something more, you know, substantive or better yet plan so that my meal size at noon is a smaller portion in accordance with my hunger level. 
right? So I'm not, you know, I'm not eating a meal, you know, when I feel like I'm at a zero, when yep. really I'm only at a three and a half. And so, mm -hmm. you know, my portion size is a lot lower. I'm, you know, essentially, if you want to say it just tides me over and really that's all I need at that time. And then, and then I don't have that problem. So, you know, feeling into that was a big thing. And another thing that really is kind of become a common language is your inner two-year-old. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally. And, you know, we've got, we've got six kids and, and. Oh my uh, gosh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So we've got a big family. And, and so, you know, we understand that whole concept about <laughs> yeah. an inner two-year-old throwing a fit and how to deal with that. And just realizing that that is some, you know, that's a part of who you are. Yeah. And I just love that you've never made that thing wrong. You've mm -hmm. never made it bad. It's just part of who you are. You love it. Say thank you for it. And, and, and you deal with it like you deal with a two-year-old. It's like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you get a, a little treat and sometimes it's like, you know, you're going to have to wait until, you know, until I can attend to you. And, and, and it just has really helped us to be able to have those open conversations, you know, when you're having a bad day, you know, you do your way in and it's not where you expect it to be. You know, we use that language. It's like my inner two-year-old is just beating me up today right now. And <laughs> right. And, so, and that's so cool. And so we 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 know what that means and we know where we need to be for each other in supporting through, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that uh, whatever that situation is, whether it's I really want to eat an ice cream tonight. But my inner two-year-old's really, you know, throwing a fit. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to bring it up then. We're we're not going to go there. Right, right. I, I I'm so I'm so curious about because this comes up a lot when people are trying to lose weight and they're like, hey, listen, I have a family to attend to. I'm also and I teach, you know, listen to your body. Eat when your body's hungry. How have you? dealt with your own physical hungers and having six kids. What does that look like in the practicality of, of life? I'm really curious as well as you're sometimes, you know, Jeff, you might have be really hungry. Sometimes Jill, you might be really hungry. How do you navigate this? So I think breakfast and lunch is, is kind of, uh, you know, kind of on your own and especially with the kids in school, Yep. you know, um, you know, that's kind of more routine that's being taken care of there. Um, you know, and then with COVID, I've been working from home. And so Jill and I are home um, in the afternoons. And really, it's just kind of have lunch when you're hungry. And so, so that seems to work out well. And we do try and have dinner together as a family. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the timing of dinner, we try and just, you know, say, look, it's some sometime between 530 and 630 is when dinner is going to happen. I, I love it. And, um, you know, and so then, it, it comes down to, you know, what do you, what are you hungry for at dinner time? And, you know, you take what you're hungry for. And, and if you're really hungry, you take a little bit more. If you're not, then you don't. And you just kind of listen to your body and you, you mm -hmm. kind of follow that. And so, I mean, Jill's been amazing. I think she, she is my inspiration. She, <laughs> she, mm -hmm. at, at the dinner table, honestly, she is, is, is my example. She, she manages her, her portions carefully. She leaves food on the plate. She's forked down between bites. She's, you know, practicing all these techniques. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I just see her doing that. And, and I absolutely respect that. And, and having gone through the 30-day challenge, 30 challenge, I know what she's doing. 
I'm not worried about it. I'm not making a big deal about it. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't like my food? No, nothing like that, right? Exactly. It's, I totally understand where she's at and I respect where she's at and what she's doing. And honestly, she is inspiring me oh. because, um, because I see her practicing these techniques that, that I know that I should be doing better at. Um, and so, I mean, that's, what do you think how, about meal times? It's, <laughs> kind of how I see it. Nice. That is so sweet. And I'm so excited that you have a language together to talk about, you know, for those of you who don't know what an inner two-year-old, that's like what we talk about, that part of ourselves where we just want food, that part of ourselves where we want what we want when we want it. And to have a common language around inner two-year-old and also a common language around hunger and understanding and respecting each other's level of hunger, desire for hunger, not making it mean anything if somebody's not as hungry as the other person. But was there ever a time where you felt like you're doing better than me? Or like, was there any of that competitiveness that came into play around amount being lost or any of that at all that you found or are you just not very competitive with each other? I mean, I'm just curious. Oh, I'm, I'm curious or like, because you know, you don't want each other to be almost like each other's coach. You want to have that independence. So it can sometimes be a interesting balance, I would think. So I'd love so, to hear more. <laughs> yeah. So actually uh, Jeff is much more like, you know, whatever. And I'm more like, I'm, I think I tend to judge and compare myself more than he oh, does. Interesting. Interesting. So it was really interesting because at the beginning, Jeff's lost his weight a lot faster than I have. And like people that we know, oh, Jeff, you look so good. And then they're like, oh, hi, Jill. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I've lost a lot of weight too. And so it's just been this, you know, Totally, totally. Totally, right? Men yes. tend to do that. And so Jeff said to me at one point, he goes, this is not a competition between us and it never will be. And so one of the things that really has helped me is a vision. So I, I love my vision statements. Oh, and one of the things I added in there was, I am, I can see the beauty in myself and in others without comparison and judgment. And so that has been so big for me um, to really work on that for myself. So it's never been, you know, um, just, oh, we just never compare. Jeff doesn't. Uh -huh. I, uh -huh. I can, my two-year-olds can really scream. It's not yeah. fair. Yeah. 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 But instead of letting my two-year-old just scream, I choose to instead go, isn't that great that he's doing good and really focus on celebrating him when he does really good and celebrating myself too, because it's like, no, it might be that he's getting this, I don't know, recognition or compliments from other people. And that's okay because I can give that to myself and Jeff gives that to me. And so it's, it's been growing, but yeah, it's been our decision that we would not compare and not coach each other. So really learning, like, I just need to say this, or what do you think I should do? And if I feel like I should tell Jeff something I've learned, I'll say, well, you know, today I was listening to Marna and this is what we learned and, and leave it. But it's been really great that we don't feel like we're 
in charge of each other. <laughs> no, right. That's right right. no, I think that's really important. You're but, going, yeah. you know, Jeff, you're going through your journey, Jill, you're going through your journey and it doesn't have to be that you're in charge of each other's journey. There's a respect there. I can really hear the respect between the two of you. And I love Jill, what you said, I made a choice. We've made a choice to not be, or to, to not be each other's coaches, but also to be, to celebrate each other's wins and to not make it mean anything about you, Jill, that Jeff's getting a compliment or that you, Jill's getting, you know, and Jeff, right? That it doesn't mean it like, yes, great. Look how awesome we're doing. Right. I love that. And I love that you, I love your vision. That is beautiful. And that works so well in relationship to one another in a marriage because I've heard, you know, I've had clients where it can feel very, stifling where one and I can feel the the independence and as well as the respect that's fantastic I'm I'm really happy to hear that that you figured out how to be with this I think when material. you when you also recognize that it's a journey right <laughs> it's it's this is you know when when Jill started this process she's really the one that you know um started with the 30-day challenge um you know she says I'm looking for something that I can sustain for the rest of my life and um, and so we recognize that this is not something that is really has an end. And so, you know, some things that we've just really loved is there's nothing, nothing is off limits, right? Cakes, cookies, you know, <laughs> ice cream, yeah. you know, if you want it, you can have it. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, and so that's, you know, that's taken a lot of pressure off. And also there's no deadlines, right? Yes. It's not like, you know, yeah, we have our goals of when we'd like to hit certain weights, but in reality, this is a journey. And so there's the ups and downs and, and the plateaus and the things that you've got to work through. But you come back to the same principles and the principles are the same, you know? And, and one of the things that really inspired me, you know, that you mentioned in our 30-day challenge is if, you know, your experience is that if you can keep it off for five years, then you're, you're a lifer, you're good, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we're, yeah. we're coming up on, you know, a year of, of, of having yeah. lost some weight and, and, you know, it's like, okay, so we're one year. There's still, there's still weight to be lost. We still have, you know, we're still working toward our, our goal weight and stuff. But when you recognize that it's a journey and that there's not an end date, then, then, you know what, it's, it's okay that, you know, today we had some ice cream and, and we're not really just, you know, fasting or starving ourselves for a period of time only to end up you know gaining it all back later this is something that's sustainable and can work into you know birthday parties and weddings and um you know christmas celebration and easter and all that stuff and you know these types of things it's that's life yeah and i never feel deprived i'm so glad because there's no diet plan yeah yeah. Just, yeah. There's no rules. Right. Right. There's nothing to go on or off of too. Exactly. It's not like you were like, we're done with the 30 day challenge. You're like, now what? You're like, no, this is a process, right? This is a journey. How is the mental work on the mental side of things? Has that been helpful in navigating life too? navigating parenthood, navigating, like, have you seen it creep into other areas of your life? All this mental work that we do inside of the 30 day challenge, inside of inner circle, inside of all this stuff that, that we do. 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there's the part in the 30 day challenge about treating yourself like a queen. And so it was like, Hey, we went out and we bought like five different tablecloths and flowers are on the table every single day. And it's become really important to me. Like if I can sense a difference in myself, like I just feel happier. Like yesterday I was kind of like, Oh, just like you say, in a funk. And I'm like, I don't know exactly why. I don't know what I want to do. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to go vacuum. And then I was like, okay, life's good. Right. Is, how weird is that? But so good. I totally, I totally, right? totally. It's just doing this mind work is so interesting to notice, to be the observer yes. of your mind with food and in relationship with food, but also it kind of expands out when you look at I want food. Does this happen between the two of you where it's this desire for food, but you also know it's really not food you're desiring. It's connection, it's space, it's an outlet to just like go scream. You've got six kids or whatever, like where you just feel like I need, I'm needing something. Have you been able to see that come up in not turning to food when your body's not hungry? Have you seen some of those conversations come up or how do you navigate those with each other? So I think for me, it's the love list, right? So the concept of the oh, love list is really beautiful. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, when I feel like, oh, you know, I'm bored. Right. And so I usually turn to food or I'm, you know, walking through and I just want to snack here and there and snack a little bit more. You know, you know, I really keen into you know, why don't you go do something on your love list? Go do something that you want to do that has nothing to do with food. And you know what, when you start doing that, all of a sudden you're not hungry. You're just not. You're so enjoying what you're doing that you stop thinking about your hunger. And so that has been really helpful for me, especially on those moments where it's like, you know, what are we going to do tonight for date night? It's like, let's go, you know, do an activity. Let's go have fun. Um, you know, let's get out. Um, one of the comments that really stuck with me from one of the one of the um, the sessions was, you know, somebody mentioned when I go outside, I don't think about food. And you're right. Yeah, you know, as soon as you walk out the door, it's like, oh, you know, I'm breathing some fresh air. I'm not really thinking about hunger. You know, there's so much other things to look at, so many interesting things to see. So just going for a walk. And so, like for me, mm -hmm. just getting up from the table after dinner is such a big thing. And so I really go to my love list. Like, what do I, what else do I want to accomplish tonight before the end of the day? Yeah. Do I want to go for a walk? It's nice outside. Let's go do that. Or is there a project or a book that I want to read or something else? Get me away from this table where there's still leftover sitting there that I would right. snack on until, you know, whatever. And so yeah. for me, it's get up and go do something on your love list. I love that. And do you have, as parents, do you find that, how has it impacted also watching your kids listen to their body or speak into that language? Has that shifted anything as well in terms of parenting kids around your kiddos around food or noticing what they do in relationship to you? What has that been like as a parent? So there's been a lot of that. Um, I, I would say that it's shifted this being positive about myself and my body and then hearing my children and when they're struggling with something helping them rephrase it and be more positive has really been very valuable to all of us 
Yeah, so that's been really, that's been really, really good. And then I have to tell you one time, my daughter, she's the senior in high school and she says, you know, I figure when I go to college, if I just do thin within, I'll have plenty of money because I won't eat very much like mom does now. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I'll actually be listening to my body. I'll have some, some of this saved up. That's awesome. I, it was pretty funny because I was like, you know, she's right. And she's watching. They're all, they're all watching. And so it was, uh, it was good. And I felt like it's been great because it's not been something where I'm like, this is absolutely what we have to do, or you have to do this, but they've seen me go to my room because everybody's been home in 2020. Right. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, it's mom's time. I'm going to my class. And so you guys are going to have to take care of yourselves. I'm going to class. And I feel like that's been really good too, because they see, oh, mom's taking a break too. And like the other night, I, I was having a hard time with one of my kids and it was to the point where I'm like, I am just, I, I, I got, I have to leave. And my daughter happened to be having a meltdown of her own and she was in her room. And so I went to her room and she laid on her bed and I laid on her sister's bed. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that is so Yeah, so I could just like close my eyes and work through and feel what I was feeling and move it out of my body and recenter myself. And then she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm frustrated. Oh, you are? And then so we could have this conversation about feeling our feelings and being frustrated. And then while she didn't wanna talk about what she was frustrated about, she was like, okay. And so she came out of her funk and I was out of mine and it was like, okay. We're back. And I'm like, that was beautiful. I didn't sit there and stay mad. I just worked through it myself. And then I was able to go back and be with everybody. And we had a good evening. And that was that was a change for me. That so, is and great. what an amazing model of showing, oh, I can actually here's how I manage my feelings. I'm frustrated now. I need a break let me do some work to do that instead of going and seeing mom just eating right like i'm so frustrated let me go to the fridge like it's great for your you and your body it's great for you and your mind it's great for you and your family to see one you're you're a happier mom out of that yeah. experience you got what you needed you needed to do this work here which had nothing to do with food which sometimes it can lend itself to like let me just stuff this down this presentation right. down excellent excellent job i love okay. that you are learning and and practicing listening and dealing with your feelings and emotions oh beautiful. so for me it was um yeah that's I, I have a tendency to um or i had a tendency to, to make sure you eat everything on your plate, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I found that I was pushing that onto my kids. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, you know, hey, it's dinner time, get down here and eat. Yeah, And, yeah. you know, have a, some of everything on the table. It doesn't matter whether it's vegetables or whatever, you know, salad or whatever, have some of everything and eat everything on your plate. And, you know, no dessert until your plate's clean. You know, uh, ah, clean yeah, no, I, that's how so many of us yeah, are raised. Exactly. Yeah, that's and how we so, grow up. Yeah. So just recognizing, <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm a food pusher. I, this <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> I'm a food pusher. 
kosher. You're a food yeah. here. It is really. It really changed me and how, you know, some, you know, as far as, you know, how I, how I dealt with my kids at the dinner table and yeah. just recognizing, look, you know, they're eating according to what their body's telling them. Um, they may not understand all the things that we talk about and, um, but they, they just do it naturally. And so for me to be <laughs> insisting anything different, shame on me, right? So I really came to recognize some of that simple innocence that is inherent in children, that, that they're just you know eating till satisfaction and they're done. And they eat what they enjoy and they're not putting stuff <laughs> in their body that they don't want. Right, right. You know? And so brilliant. It's brilliant. Really changed me. And and you know, for me to just relax again, like Jill says, I I tend to be very analytical. And so it's like, you know, how much money is sitting on this table? (laughs) Totally. No, that is such a good point. Especially like think about going out to a restaurant and being like, wait a second, how much have I spent? You need to eat that all. Yeah. You know, and what that does, you know, for our kids' brains around like, oh, don't listen to hunger anymore. Let's just move past it versus uh, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal to look around the table and be like, mm, that's, that's money I'm spending. And then it's like, wait a second, but really what am I spending that money on so that they get the food that they need? And if it's needed and there's a little leftovers, we can wrap it up, put it away. We can, you know, we can work with that part of your brain that's going, wait, I see dollar signs with that. Um, and, oh. and good for you being able to recognize the whole piece too around, wait, shame on me, which is not anything to be <laughs> shameful, but to recognize that that was the pattern that you were in, eat everything on your plate, then you get a dessert. And I'm so... I'm so impressed with your ability to make that shift. So talking about, you know, you know, packaging things up, this was such a big opener for us is, is the emotion that comes with, Hey, I want some more of this, but my body's full. And when you're dealing with a big family, guess what? If you don't get it now, you may not. Totally. Totally. And so we really found that you know, if there's something that you like, but your 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 body is satisfied, package it up. Whether you're putting it in a container or put it in a bag, put your name on it, and it goes in the fridge, right? <laughs> and then it's like, look, this is this is mom's, you know, you know, uh, leftovers. Don't touch it. And so you have this emotional security of knowing that, okay, it's mine, and it's there when I want it, when I'm hungry, I can go get it, and I don't have to worry about this whole scarcity mentality of it's not going to be there and it's yes. not going to ever happen again. And um, this, that, that was, was a huge. That step. was, that is brilliant. Just what you said that, because this is why everybody, we know that food is not just a physical thing that it has so many emotional ties. This is why a lot of times diets do not work quite in the same way because they don't address this emotion that you're talking about. But, and so I hear this all the time from from my clients who've had, grew up with big families, like if you don't get it now. So you just change that whole paradigm by saying, and then you can all relax, right? Knowing that we're putting food in its place. We'll get it later. You know, I don't have to worry about somebody else having it. Everybody can put their name on stuff. It's in the fridge now. Like Like you just took that energy and the importance out of food and just brought it so way down into where it's meant to be. 
excellent job. Excellent. Yes. So in the fridge, do you see like everybody's little names on everything? <laughs> Not on everything. It just depends. It's interesting because when when we started, for me, that was a really big deal. Yes. But now it's like, if I really want it, I set it aside. But then sometimes the, when the energy's gone, I don't care anymore. Exactly. And so my kids will be like, can I have that? Sure, go ahead. Not a problem. Sometimes my kids will watch me eat and they'll be like, so are you going to finish that? No, I'm done. <laughs> okay, I can have it. So uh, yeah. <laughs> it's really been, it is the journey piece of it. Like mm. I wasn't able to do that last January, not even last December, but here we are in April and I'm like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And, and it's, I can look back and just see that my inside self, my, and my, you know, everything is coming together and I'm changing all the way around, but it's not been just like, well, oh, I'm never going to do this again. It's been, how can I work with myself where I'm at right now to move that 1%, just 1% will make a difference. Oh, and it has, I mean, look at both of you, like it has, and I appreciate that it is a journey. And sometimes that energy with food is so intense in the moment that we're not willing to say, to share it. Right. And then it's amazing how in a day or even a couple hours, it's like, because you're not in that moment, it lessens. And then you're like, you're willing to share. And that sounds like it's really evolved over this last year or so. And I'm so happy to hear you say, this is a journey. I'm on this journey. I, we're all on this journey. If food is your, if food is the thing that you have a vulnerability to, um, it is definitely a journey, but so is everything. So is success. Yes. And so is being a parent and so is wealth. And so is being a wife or a partner. Like it's all a journey. If we can kind of love the process and yes. enjoy the process, isn't it so much more fun and enjoyable? Oh, so if you had one last piece of advice, if you had one thing for somebody who's, I kind of like positioning it like this because you, because this is so unique for me to have the two of you. If you have advice for other couples or a wife or a husband who's wanting to lose weight, any advice about how to make it work that has... I mean, you've shared a lot of really good tips, but any last thing that you want to share? So I think I'll share um, a perspective about money, right? Okay. Because rewards, um, you know, can be a big <laughs> thing and it's it's a real motivator for Jill. And so as, you know, as the breadwinner for the family, I mean, you know, obviously I want to make sure that, you know, that we're using our money in the best way. And so buying a pair of shoes, you know, every couple of months is like, you know, but Jill's very responsible, super responsible. She waits for it to go on sale. She tracks it. She's super great like that. And she, she, she has her You're list awesome. of rewards, which is awesome. Uh, but really, um, to those out who, who, who might be thinking about the cost, you know, it's just simple to think about how much is a doctor's appointment? How much, is a, how much are you paying for blood work? How much are you paying for, for, for medications? I mean, Jill was on, you know, blood pressure medication when she started the 30-day challenge. And so, you know, she's not on that anymore, right? And so, you know, those types of things that, you know, with improved health, those things go away. And so you can either, you know, um, spend it now and, and 
reward yourself with really cool things that that you're going to enjoy for for a while and you're gonna you know every time you pick up that thing or you put on that outfit you're like yeah this is awesome i feel great um uh, or you can you can pay the doctor and the hospital and the pharmacist you know with the hundreds and hundreds of dollars that that's going to cost and so not only um are you probably net saving money but you're enjoying a quality of life today and you're investing in a quality of life down the road that that you're just not going to have if you keep doing what you're doing and so um, a lot of people and, and i struggle with that right you know i i think rewarding myself is something that i really struggle with too it's like you know how much do i want to spend on you know some little thing does it really matter and jill's really taught me look if you don't reward yourself you're just teaching yourself that you're a liar mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. you you do need to follow through you need to set your goals and set your rewards and actually reward yourself and go get that thing that you want yeah because otherwise you're just teaching your inner two-year-old that oh yeah no you're you're not going to do that again you know i don't really believe you yeah and so and why would that inner two-year-old want to then do or believe what you say the next time? Yeah. Right? It's just like a real two-year-old. Like if you say, I'm going to get like, we're going to do this. Like if you keep, we're going to put these stars and then, and then when we've done, when you've really learned to calm yourself down 10 times, if you're like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not really going to do that for you. Like that would be heartbreaking. You wouldn't do that to a two-year-old, but we do it to ourselves all the time. So I appreciate you talking about the money side of things. What about even investing in yourself in the 30 day challenge? You both have done that. And sometimes, you know, that can feel like, oh, it's a little expensive. Can I, you know, I don't know if I want to invest that money. Was that a little bit of a hard, was that a hard conversation? So I don't know. For me, when Jill, Jill started the 30 day challenge in, in January, so she really kind of took the lead. Uh -huh. and, and for me, it was like, look, you know, I know that this is something you've been working on your entire life. And, and she has been following your podcasts and, and, and things like that for, for about a year, I guess she'll let her talk about that. But when it came to making that investment, it was like, honey, absolutely. Mm. If you think this is the right thing, go and do it. And as I saw her progress, I was like, I need to get on that train. <laughs> I know and you're so awesome. You're like surrounded by women and you're like there and you're in it and you're like so awesome. I was like, I love that you just, just didn't care. Like you just, and you, I didn't even know that you were having such amazing progress that you were having. And I was like, what? Are you serious? You've lost all this weight? Amazing. So, so I went through it just to have my own experience yeah. and to, to be able to know and understand and to be able to speak that language and really understand and, and, and relate because that was super important so so i think that that investment really um was something that definitely was worthwhile and then obviously seeing the the progress that we both made it, it makes you know uh the inner circle a no-brainer it's like yeah done you know and and we're still working through this journey and and it's been you know a year and a half i guess since we started and and we look at it and go we still need to learn we still need you know, every, you know, every podcast and every inner circle is adding new techniques and new values and new principles that, you know, that add to, to that strength, as well as reminding us about things that uh, we should be doing and that we've already learned before. And, you know, it's like you said, you'll listen to it again and you'll hear something a little bit different that, you know, you heard before, but you didn't really apply. And so 
you know, I think we're, we're definitely still in this journey together and, um, and the, the value that we get out of the investment is, has proven a, a extremely, you know, great on that return. So. Oh, and I'm so grateful that you both have taken this journey together in your own way and in your own, and with the respect of one another. Um, Jill, what would you say if you were like, you know, somebody who's like, oh, I don't know if I should, whether it's invest in myself or just something where they go, I don't know how to do this as a mom or as a wife or as, you know, how to navigate this a little bit. Is there any tip that you have? So one of the things I think that one of the reasons why I was like, yes, do the 30 day challenge is because of the price. I was like, that's like the price of, of a good pair of shoes. And so, or like, right. if we go out to dinner one time as a family, right. Oh. It's like way more yeah. than that. Yeah. So it was just one of those, like, put it into perspective. What is this really to you? And then, um, so yeah, that's kind of how I look at the cost is what is this really? Because we spend money all the time on a lot of things that don't really matter. But when it comes to something that does matter, we're really worried that it's not going to work. And I think that is one of the biggest ones, right? Is this going to work now? And that's why I had followed you, um, had sent me an email because I was connected to TTAP like months oh, yes. before. Yeah, totally, totally. So then I just started listening and listening, yes. just like, I don't know, you know, because I've been trying forever. <laughs> and and it was like, and then I said, you know, I, everything I listen to resounds with me that this is what I'm looking for. And so it was like, okay, go do it. And so I think when it comes to being a mom and taking time for yourself, the best thing you can do for your kids is to be the best mom. And you can't do that if you're hating yourself because of the way you look or the way that you act, or you're like, I don't know why I'm doing this, or I can't seem to move past this block. And just really learning how to love yourself has been a huge part of this journey for me and being so positive with myself. Just, I don't have to be mad. I, I can forgive myself and move on. I can love me as me right now and keep moving. And that means I can love them better. I can love my husband better and just love him for where he's at right now. I don't have to try and push him anywhere my kids, I can guide and I just love them for where they're at and let them be on their journey while I'm being positive about their possibilities and, and helping them and encouraging them. And so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a journey and it's not just about this food and my weight, but it really is all of these things are connected in your life. All of them are. And if I'm not positive with myself and who I feel like I am and being kind to me, how can I truly be kind to others? Mm -hmm. Kind of like the comparison and judgment thing I was talking about earlier, uh -huh. right? If I walk into a room and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the fattest one here. Instead of going, wow, you look really nice and you are very kind and mm -hmm. I'm kind too. And we are all together. You know, I can't really connect with others when I'm trying so hard to disconnect myself. Oh, so oh, that is how we're gonna leave that. That was beautiful, beautifully said. And I'm so 
I'm so, thank you so much for like, you did your diligence, you did your research on me. So I think, you know, you, you knew like, right. You would listen and you'd listen. So it took some time to want to like, okay, I'm ready to jump, but I'm so glad, like, this is my hope always. It's like, we can lose weight, but if you don't love yourself or are on that journey of self-love while you're losing weight, then you just become somebody who's thinner, who doesn't like themselves, right. you know, yourself, you'll find other things that you don't like, trust me. Right. So I love that you've brought self-love into this process and you're giving yourself that gift that you would now have forever. And you just keep practicing and practicing and practicing. And that's why this is a journey. I cannot thank the two of you enough for having the courage to do this with me, for having the courage to take the 30 day challenge and say yes to yourself. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for entrusting me to guide you. And, and I really see that like, you're really in this work and it's, you can see why you've had the results you've had. You've really taken this seriously. You've taken this on and you gave incredible tips and tools for people. And I cannot thank you enough. Thank you so much for being here and giving me your time and inspiring thousands around the world. I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being our coach. You are very welcome. It has been more than a pleasure. Thank you.